You're listening to the Home Staging Show podcast. I'm your host, Cindy Lin. This is a show where we talk about all things real estate, home staging, and selling your home to live and to sell. Welcome back to season 11. This is episode 9. So hi guys, welcome back to the Home Staging Show podcast. I know it's been a strange season where we started in February and then we pause and then we start up again in June and then we pause again. But it's also been quite an unusual year. During the hiatus this year, I finished my master program in documentary photography and photojournalism. And I also made my dream come true thanks to the support of E.D. Keach, who kindly sponsored our conference, SagerCon, with her home staging consulting business, Blueprint for Staging. So this has enabled us to put on SagerCon, our very first international home staging conference, specifically for home stagers, that is completely 100% free. And we got a thousand plus people joining us for that. So I'm very, very grateful for everyone who has support and also speakers and everybody who's come. This was never been done before in the home staging industry. So I'm very, very proud of that. We're also going to be doing it again next summer. And I'm also thinking about doing a baby Sager Con for our anniversary in the February. And I think maybe it may be a bit more about workshops and a little bit more intimate as well. And we'll definitely be working on planning out our 2021. So that again will be free. It's our anniversary gift to our community for being so awesome and so supportive throughout the years. And in conjunction with SagerCon this summer, we also did our very first International Home Sager Award. Yay! And that was also very exciting. We got winners from the States, Italy, and Thailand. So that was very exciting for me because I really truly want to kind of have a very different representation of what home staging is like all around the world. And so I'll put a link of the winning entries in our show notes as well so you can see the beautiful work the winners have done. And we're in the process of bringing on the winners on the podcast as well, so you're going to get to listen to their expertise and specialties and what had helped them elevate their home staging businesses. And we also launched two new masterclasses during the lockdown. So the first one is on refining and building your home staging portfolio. And even if you're a brand new home stager who doesn't have any clients yet, because I see a lot of home stagers feeling stuck that maybe because they just started and they haven't had any or enough clients yet, and they feel that they cannot have a great home staging portfolio. And I totally think that is a mindset block. You can definitely stage your house and photograph it for your home staging portfolio and start building yourself from there. So the masterclass teaches you how to do that. There's also some photography tips in there as well to help you really pull together an attractive home staging portfolio for your potential clients. And I'll link this in the show notes if you want to check that out as well. And the other masterclass we launched is about giving home staging marketing presentations online. But everything we taught in the masterclass is completely applicable to the in-person presentation as well. So I'm going to take you through the planning of it, the logistics, all the technical stuff to actually give in presentation and how to follow up with your attendees so that you can really turn those potential clients into paying home staging clients. I think follow-up is incredibly important. A lot of times home stagers come to me and say, my marketing is not working, I don't know why. Everybody said this will work, yada, yada. And when I ask more information, it's usually about people didn't follow up. Just because you send one email, that is not really a proper follow-up nowadays, especially emails is basically our new junk mail. It's really important to have a follow-up sequence to make sure you're following up with your potential clients and turn them into a lead into a proper paying home staging client. 
And I would say the other great things about learning to give presentation online is that your income potential grows as well. So you can actually teach online and charge for it. So you can give workshops about your expertise. So that could be how to pick colors for your homes, how to deal with small spaces, or if you have like really tricky floor plan, what to do that. You can also do marketing presentation for realtors on a much larger scale. So instead of giving a presentation at a real estate office to maybe 5, 10, 20, or 50 agents, you can now invite your entire city's realtors to your online presentation. And that can be a thousand realtors. So the power of giving online presentation is a lot, right? And you don't have to pick up any donuts. You don't have to print any marketing material. You don't have to drive to the office. You can just do it from the comfort of your own home. I mean, you can also do it without proper real pants, you know, since only your upper body needs to be on camera. So if you're interested in that masterclass, I'll link that in the show notes as well. So you can take advantage of that. So yeah, so a lot has happened in the past few months in the stage for more land. And if you recently seen our Instagram, you'll also see a new logo. So I decided to do a brand refresh since now the school has grown a little bit. And we have all these major parts of our business, like the Home Staging Show podcast that you're listening to right now, the StagerCon, and those are our international Home Staging Awards. And they all feel like their own thing individually. So there's no kind of like a cohesiveness to the overall brand. So I want to do a brand refresh that really ties everything together. Just to moving forward, the branding just looks a little bit more refined and also a bit more us as well. Because... When I was starting up, I basically just hodgepodge everything through Canva. And while everything looks nice individually, but I also just feel like it's a bit discombobulated. So I'm going to be inviting our brand designer to come on the podcast as well so she can chat about the process. And you can also get an idea of how you can build your own brand and how to refine your brand. And also, why is it so important in running your own business? And if you want to invest in a brand designer, what that process is like. So a lot of times people ask, oh, do I need a brand designer now? I think in the beginning part of your home staging business, just hold off on it until you are absolutely sure that this is the direction of your home staging business. Just have a really simple and professional brand to start up with that you can totally do it yourself with a like program like Canva. And then you can slowly build on that and eventually invest in a proper designer. So that's my recommendation if you're new in the industry. Oh, and before we get started today, I do want to tell you also, I'll be doing a free training on photography the first week of November, and I'll be doing a series of Facebook Lives and a free training on improving your photography skills in our Facebook group, The Home Staging Show. So if you haven't joined us on Facebook, just search for The Home Staging Show. I'm going to be talking about what kind of camera you can use to shoot your home staging projects. A lot of people ask if they can use their iPhone or their Android phone. Um, we're going to talk about composition as well, because I see a lot of times you feel like you're struggling with really showcasing your portfolio, but you don't really have, sometimes you just want a quick snapshot for behind the scene, but you want it to look prettier and more visual and more attractive to your potential home staging clients. So we're going to talk about all that. So lots of juicy details coming up. I'm also going to have a free cheat sheet for you as well. So make sure you find us on Facebook. Just go to Facebook and search for the Home Staging Show group. And you can also find more information on our website at sagemore.com slash photo. And I'll link that in the show notes as well. So you can register for the free training and also join us for the Facebook Live. 
So I want to take some time today to actually talk about COVID and how to pivot from COVID, but also downtime as well. Since we're in October now, I can't believe it either. I can't believe it's October already. It's so crazy. Um, and holidays are coming, you know, like Black Friday is coming next month. And then we're going to move into proper holiday when the business is going to be a bit of standstill. So when you talk about how you can pivot your home staging business when it is slow, I'm going to be, be giving you five strategies and also six ideas of how to generate income for your home staging business. So first of all, I want you to really acknowledge your feelings. It's a really intense time, no matter where you are in the world. And I want you to write them down in your journal and just let it all out. No one is going to judge you. You can tear up the paper afterward. It's just an exercise to get all the stuff in your brain onto paper. And I think now it's more important than ever to acknowledge what you are feeling right now. There are a lot of uncertainties during lockdown that is happening. And chances are you are feeling a little bit more of it than usual. I went through a very emotional roller coaster in the past few months myself. I was beating myself up for not being productive enough. I couldn't get out of the bed a lot of days. And I put a lot more pressure on myself to be more productive since I'm basically home all day. I feel really anxious and I wasn't acknowledging that. And I was breaking out in rashes and highs because of that. And that was very unpleasant to deal with. So second, I want you to find a routine in your daily lives that can keep you grounded. So this has helped me a lot. So that can be many different things. That can be scheduling and time blocking out your day so you have a regimen to follow through. Uh, or it can be something like making your bed every morning, putting on pants, which worked really well for me. Because for longest time, I was wearing a muumu around the house. And um, wash your face, wash your hair, all that good stuff taking care of your personal hygiene, your self-care, all that is really going to help you to feel more grounded during this really weird and unsure time. And during the beginning of lockdown, I was just really not washing my face and my hair properly. I was just washing my hair maybe once a week because I was like, well, nobody sees me anyway, so I can look like a total slob at home, right? But then I feel like a total slob and I act like a total slob and I feel really unwell, and so I decided to get out my Moo Moo and I started washing my face every day and I wash my hair every other day. And that has helped me a lot. And I think a lot of times your physical state can trigger your mental state as well. So now I have to get dressed every day, put proper pants on, and then I have to have a morning check-in and also an evening check-in to really track my progress throughout the day to help me to get into a positive habit that I can change my life for the better. And my checklist makes me sing. It makes me feel more on track with more purpose and more in control of things. While I know that we cannot control the larger things in life, like the pandemic, for example, but I can definitely control how I spend my day. And then three, I want you to really tap into your creativity and re-inspire yourself and find ways to pivot. And so this can take many different forms. For me, photography is one, obviously. So I mentioned earlier today about my master program. I moved to London last September for it. And for the third semester, which actually just happened right after the lockdown, I had to produce a final major project as planned. So even though things slowed down, we were in lockdown from the university, like we can't go on campus and all this stuff, we still had to produce everything on time. So because of lockdown, obviously I couldn't access photo studio on campus. I couldn't leave my house for the project. 
So I end up making digital collage with found images, public archives, and family photos, and I sew onto the photograph as well to turn them into 3D objects. This is something that's really different from my usual practice. If COVID hadn't happened, I probably would just stick with my usual, well, I would just probably do some sort of still life project. I wouldn't really thinking about experimenting with collages or you know, using archive and found photos and actually even sewing onto photograph as well. And the other thing I also did was picking up knitting, which I hadn't done since I was probably five when my grandmother taught me. So I literally haven't knitted for like 30 years, but it actually really calmed me down. And I think the physical act of making something really helped me to regroup. It made me less anxious. It made me get out of my bed. And I, I know it sounds incredibly silly, but this is really unprecedented time. There's no handbook on how to deal with this. So I think if you can just be a little bit more creative in your life or just re-exercise your creative muscle, that might not be home staging right now, or that may be, but in a very different way. But even just exercising that creative muscle and start thinking outside of the box on what we can still do to generate income, and we can really tap into our skill sets for that. So here are my a few ideas on how you can generate income during this really weird, strange time. First of all, you can teach homeowners about selling or making over their homes. And you can do this on the internet, like through Zoom or Skype. You can teach homeowners how they can refresh their home during this time to make it more comfortable and more livable, since most of us are spending a great deal of time at home nowadays. You know, so do one-on-one -on -one consultations and charge and have different levels of packages as well. Like you can have a session with them over Zoom and Skype and then they do it themselves or you can help them shop and source stuff online. So that can be the next level of your package. We have a podcast episode on this a couple of seasons back where I interviewed Kate Dawson, she's an interior decorator. So she sources a lot of home decor items for her clients online, like Etsy, eBay, Wayfair, et cetera, as well as in stores. And she shared her process during that episode. So I'll link that episode in the show notes so that you have it as well. And from there, you can also upsell by doing a mood board or e-design for the homeowner for a room or entire house if they can't handle it. So there are lots of different ways to layer different services and your skill set to either upsell or downsell your services. Some homeowners may also want to do some small remodeling projects, etc. So there are definitely lots of opportunities there. You just need to find ways to market to them and find them as well. Next thing is to give marketing presentations online. So everyone, if you're in lockdown in your city now, everyone's going to be at home, including your clients. So you can do presentations online, either live or you can do them pre-recorded. So you maybe you did a live session or you just record at your home and then you just like have it on demand to play on your website. And this can be a really great way to prospect for home staging leads. You can start doing YouTube videos, start vlogging about home staging and talk about your expertise. And all these are great content that you can repurpose for blog posts, for um, social media posts as well, like on Instagram or Facebook. And so this can be a really great way for you to prospect for home staging leads. And I do go over this in detail in our masterclass on online presentation from start to finish. And just remember, you really need to include how to follow up so you can convert them into paying customers. The next thing you can also do is do consultations online. I think a lot of stages are already doing that. You've probably seen people talking about it in the Facebook groups. If you can basically hold a phone and press record, you can basically do that 
with no problem. You might have FaceTime with your children or with your dog. If you can do that, you can do that with your clients. So a lot of home stagers are doing that already. And I think that's a really great way to compromise and also protect yourself during this really weird pandemic time. If you already do in-person consultation, it's pretty much the same process, except you're doing it on the internet. Uh, if you do vacant staging where no one's living in the house, you can definitely do that very safely. You know, obviously bring your hand sanitizer to the job site. But you can also ask clients to send you photos, videos they have shot, or have them walk around with their phone or laptop and point to the space. I mean, the process is essentially the same, except that you're online now. And so just like in-person consultation, you probably have handouts for them, or you have them take notes, et cetera, et cetera. It's the same thing. And the other great thing about doing them online is that you can record them. A lot of times with Zoom, you can have the recording function to either record onto your desktop or you can record it in the cloud as well. And then just send them the link for them to watch that. So that can be a really handy tool to leverage as well. And even if you go back to doing in-person consultation, you can still doing consultation online because it just really removes the geographic barrier. So that would be a great thing too, is that you can have maybe even two price points. So the in-person one is going to be a little more expensive because you have to physically travel to uh, the homeowner's home. But this other option is doing it online could be also an alternative for people who live outside your geographic area, but like what you do and wants to hire you for the staging process. And one of the things that an attendee shared during SagerCon is that they are doing curbside drop-off of their staging project and then direct their clients so that they do it themselves. And it has worked out really well for his market. And they were able to really pivot and not slow down even during the lockdown time. So what they did is they will pack and label each bin. For example, this bin is for a living room and this one is for the kitchen. And then they pack all the stuff that they need for the staging from the warehouse, deliver it to the curbside. So there's no contact at all. And the clients pick them up and then they start doing the staging themselves. And then they just get on Zoom together the homeowner put the laptop somewhere where, you know, the stager can see and then the stager literally just boss them around, which is awesome. When can you boss your client around, right? So that's really a great way to pivot as well. The other thing you want to maybe tap into is vacation rental like Airbnb. I see more and more home stagers are staging Airbnbs now. And after COVID has calmed down, people are going to want to travel. So Airbnb is going to be hot or any kind of vacation rental, like verbal, VRBO, you know, other platforms. So you can get started doing the homework on that and on what it will take to stage Airbnbs for your market and other vacation homes as well. And my next recommendation on generating income is to use your selling and staging skills in other creative industries as well. So there are other creative industries that you can use your home staging skills in. As a home stager, I not only stage homes, I also did visual merchandising for companies like Ralph Lauren Anthropology. I style events like weddings. I did holiday decor for San Francisco Union Square Ice Rink, and I even worked as a florist. Everything you know about staging and styling really translates into other skills as well. I mean, florist sounds like it's a bit off. But the thing is, you still use lines, you still use negative space, you still use focal point. It just translated in a different way into a different medium. And one of the common things I usually do during the holiday season when things are slow with staging is I do holiday decor. 
So you can start approaching potential customers or even do holiday decorating workshops to generate some income during the slower seasons. A lot of small businesses also need help with their visual merchandising and store window designs. So you can approach them as well, especially if Black Friday is coming up next month. Every retailer is going to want to boost their sales, especially this year. So you can design store windows and display for them. And my last strategy for you for business slowing down is that when you have downtime, start auditing your systems, your policies, basically everything in your business to see if you can cut out any inefficiencies, any unnecessary expenses, and improve your home staging clients' experiences with you. And also start thinking about this last quarter of the year and also what you can do now to push your home staging business forward and also start thinking about 2021. And lastly, this is really just a great time to educate yourself. Sure, like the business may have slowed down, but there's still a lot of things in the back end you can do. And one of the other thing is educating yourself. Since we're at the year end, the business usually is slow or starting to slow down. You can really focus on developing your business, reflect, and also improve your systems and regroup. So I hope this episode was helpful. And as usual, any questions or comments, you can leave it in the comment section of the show notes, or you can DM me on Instagram at stage for more. So that's it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to help and support the show, there are three ways to do so. You can leave a review and rating on iTunes. You can share the show on social media, or you can donate to support the maintaining costs for the podcast. You can make a donation through the show notes or on the sidebar of our site. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, please do so. This will help us grow the show and book more guests. If you have any questions, feedback, and suggestions, you can comment on the show notes. You can also find the show notes by going to stagemore.com slash podcast. That's it. Have a fantastic week and happy staging. Mm -hmm.